welcome back to the podcast. It is great to have you here this week uh, as we uh, continue our conversation uh, in the book of James, kind of looking at uh, what James has to say uh, about life and living faith. Uh, this is this is one of those letters that uh, just continues to challenge and gets more and more real as we we walk through it and as we experience more of life, right? Um, so, yeah, great to have you back here at the Love Well Podcast. A uh, couple things uh, that I would encourage you to do. First, uh, make sure you subscribe. Uh, DanielMRose.com. Head on over there. Subscribe uh, to everything uh, that I'm writing. Uh, just five days a week, Monday through Friday, the Nidric Devotional gets dropped into your inbox and includes uh, the full text version along with links to the pod- audio podcast and the video uh, podcast of that as well. Um, the vlog cast, I guess, is what you would call it, right? So, um, yeah, so head over there. Uh, it's great. Uh, easy way to, to keep up with what, uh, what I'm writing. Uh, the other thing you can do is go ahead and follow me on Facebook at Pastor Dan Rose. Again, you can, uh, by heading over there and giving that a follow, you will uh, be able to keep up with what I'm creating. And I would encourage you, if you do follow the page, uh, make sure that you set it up so that it you know, hits at the top of your Facebook uh, feed. Otherwise, it'll get lost in the algorithm. And uh, because I'm not, I'm not paying to have it show up in your feed. <laughs> so yeah, it would be great uh, if you could do that. Um, and uh, and then you can also follow me on Twitter at Daniel M Rose. Uh, you'll get a little bit more of kind of my random thoughts, uh, things that I might find interesting or funny there, uh, as opposed to Facebook, which I'm really just trying to keep pretty clean and uh, focused on. Uh, what I'm what I'm creating. So, uh, if you want a little more of the randomness that is in my head, head over to Twitter and give me a follow uh, at Daniel M Rose. And uh, then you can also uh, be sure to to check out uh, my YouTube page, uh, YouTube.com/slash/DanielRose. Uh, all the video archives are found right there. All right. Uh, so on to today. You know we we are living um, we're living through a hard time, right? Um, the whole pandemic thing is is tough, and it's real, and it's not easy. It is. Um, It's just there's just anxiety that, that is just kind of hanging on in there. And and it's and it's one of these kind of communal struggles, right? In, in the in the letter that James has written, he he opens up talking about uh, these trials that we face and he says, "Hey, you know, whenever you face trials of any kind, consider consider it joy, pure joy." Right? Why? You know, why does he say that? He says that because when we struggle through the trial, when we walk through the trial, when we endure 
the trial. Uh, we, we persevere, we grow stronger, and, and we are able to catch some perspective that uh, there is kind of some meaning and purpose in, in the trial. And he spends, he spends the opening part, the opening verses of this letter, uh, really kind of wrestling through that. And, you know, we, we, we struggle with that because, man, walking through, walking through trials is not easy. Walking through trials is so, so hard. And, and then what happens? What happens when we walk through trials? I don't know about you, but when life gets hard and I'm walking through the trials of life, I can sometimes slide into uh, some self-destructive behavior, right? How many of us have, you know, gained the COVID-19? <laughs> Get it? <laughs> the COVID-19, right? The 19 pounds that we all gain, um, that we've gained since the beginning of this because we sit around and do what? We sit around and we eat our feelings or we drink our feelings or whatever and, and we start avoiding kind of doing some of the healthy stuff. And, um, and what happens? You know, who do, we, who do we blame for that? Well, we blame God, right? God, you allowed, you allowed this pandemic. If you were so good, you would not have you would have not allowed this and so now here i am making self-destructive choices i'm making decisions and so what do i do i blame god now here's the deal the decisions we make as we go through trials um there's they're ours we have to, we have to own them guys uh our our decisions are our decisions our the, the things that the self-destructive behavior uh, oftentimes really is it's a means by which we um, you know are trying to practice some self-protection right uh, we we make these decisions and, and we kind of fall into eating drinking whatever it might be and and it's just self-protection it's a way to numb the pain of the trial and I mean, I, gosh, I think after my parents' divorce, I, I don't know how much ice cream I ate. You know, I'd go to school, and I'd come home, and I'd make a gigantic bowl of ice cream and chocolate syrup and mush it all up into a like a milkshake, frosty kind of consistency, and sit there and watch Leave It to Beaver and whatever else came on TV. And that's what I would do every day. It's not healthy, but that's what I did. You know, I, I made that decision. And how many, how many of us uh, are making these decisions to numb the pain of the trials that we're walking through? We do it all the time. It's part of being human. Because being in pain, it's not what we were designed for. We were designed to, to live lives of, of joy. We were designed to live life uh, in connection with the Father and with one another uh, in the creation to live in, in a life of harmony. That's the life that we were meant to live. That's the life that we were called to live. That, that's what we, how you know, we are designed to experience the world. But we live in a sin-sick world and we are sin-sick people. 
And so we need healing. We need healing. Uh, we need healing from ourselves. And this self, you know, and the self-destructive behavior that we think is self-protection uh, really comes, comes back to bite us. You know, when someone, you, you start, you start that process of, um, you know, enjoying a little dessert and pretty soon the dessert gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And, uh, pretty soon the appetite for the dessert gets more and more and more. The endorphin rush becomes less and less the more often that we, that we partake, right? Works that way with every addiction. Um, every every self-destructive decision we make increases our appetite for more and more of it because we need more and more of it to numb out whatever that pain is, whatever that struggle is that we are trying to bear up under. Now there's this, you know, there's this this passage here in in James uh, where he tries he, he tries to to help us see the truth. He wants, he doesn't want us to be deceived. He doesn't want us to be tricked into thinking that the temptation that comes in the midst of the trial is from God. The trial is allowed to happen by God, but the temptation comes from us. It comes from our desire to numb out the pain, to numb out the feeling of the trial. We don't, we don't want to feel it anymore. We don't want to deal with it anymore. And so we numb ourselves. And that comes from within us. And that's what James is talking about as he talks about this temptation. Listen to what he says. He says, when tempted, no one should say, God is tempting me. Why? I mean, didn't God allow it? Didn't God allow the trial to, to, to happen? Well, God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he tempt anyone. Right, he says, so there's two things here. God, God can't. God is good. So, because he's holy, good, he doesn't tempt people to evil. Right? Where, so where does that come from? Where does that desire in us come from? Well, it comes. It comes from in us. Each person is tempted when they are dragged away by their own evil desire and enticed. You see, we this being dragged away. It's a fishing tour term. Uh, you know, it could be lured. We're being lured away. It's like the fish, uh, you know, that, that sees sees the hook, sees the bait on the hook. It's like, oh my gosh, there it is right there. It's so easy. I could eat right now. And and the fish is, is lured in. And what happens? It chomps down and it's hooked and it's dragged away. And James is like, dude, this is exactly how it works right? We know we shouldn't. We know we shouldn't have that extra scoop of ice cream. We know we shouldn't have that, that extra drink. We know, that we, we know that we shouldn't, but it's so tempting. It looks so good. Then all of a sudden, we're trapped. We're trapped, and the hook is set, and we are lured away. We are dragged away, by our own temptation, by our own desire for self-protection, by our own desire uh, to, <laughs> to avoid the pain of the trial. That's what happens. 
That's what happens. Instead of sitting in the trial and experiencing it, feeling it, and, and walking through it, too often we numb it. And we numb it from our own desires, from the stuff that comes out of us. Um, he says, you know, after desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin, and sin, when it's full grown, gives birth to death. Do you see the process here? Like there is, there is a cycle. It's a, it's a life cycle of, of sin. It just is what it is, and we see it over and over and over again. I see it in my life. I'm sure you could see it in your life if you stop for a minute and take a look. Right? There's desire. Right? This is the idea. This is, this, is, this is kind of the moment of temptation, really. Um, you see, temptation, desire, that's, you haven't sinned yet, right? You haven't acted yet. Tem temptation, temptation, being tempted, that's not the sin. That's not the problem. Hebrews tells us that Jesus was tempted in every way, yet was without sin. He bore up, right? So if if a, if a trial, if a trial, the external issue is to be endured, the internal, the internal, which is temptation, that's to be resisted, right? So the, the trial is to be endured. Temptation is to be resisted. The external issues, remember trials are external issues. Temptation is internal. It's what comes out of us. It's what's in us. That is to be resisted. We have to resist the temptation that comes before us, that desire. So what happens? So you have desire is, is ideated, it's conceived. Then birth happens, right? The action takes place. You start eating. You take the extra drink. You watch the fifth hour of Netflix, whatever it might be. And sin, when it is full grown, gives birth to death. Ultimately, if we don't change, if we don't at some point resist the temptation, it leads to death. I mean, think about it, right? You're addicted to smoking. What's going to happen? Eventually, it's going to lead to death. You're addicted to alcohol. It's going to lead to death. You're addicted to um, to entertainment. It's going to lead to death. Maybe not. Maybe not always physical death, but but certainly spiritual death. Certainly uh, a death that uh, that leads you into a life that you don't want to live. Right? Like video games. Video games can be so addictive. That our relationships die because all we do is play video games. Um, you know, I mean, gosh, I am, you know, in my mid 40s and I am still, I battle my weight constantly, battle living a healthy lifestyle with food because of the patterns of self destruction that I chose, that I made decisions of when I was younger. Nobody made those for me. I chose, I made those decisions, my choices, right? And those lead to death. So he keeps, but he doesn't, again, don't be tricked. Don't be tricked, he says. Every good and perfect gift is from above. Coming down from the Father of heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. 
right? He doesn't want us to be tricked by our inner desires and temptations. We, we need them, we need to know and understand that good things come from God. Temptation comes from us, right? So when we see good gifts, when we see the beautiful things, um, you know, those, those things we, we know, we know are from the Father. But when we are tempted to numb ourselves, when we are tempted into desire, that's not, that's not coming from God. That is coming from us. A lot of people want to shift it off of us and say that's coming from the devil. It's not coming from the devil. It's coming from inside you. You have to make, you have to make the decision. You have to choose. You have to, to choose to, to resist the temptation that is in you. That is your decision to make. So the trial, the trial we endure, the temptation we resist. And so when we see these good and perfect gifts coming from God, we know, we know that the good stuff comes from Him and it doesn't change. It doesn't change. He uses this illustration of the shadow, right? Our shadows are constantly shifting because the earth is constantly moving around the sun. The sun doesn't change. We change. We change in relation to the sun. And as a result, our shadows shift. We can't rely on our shadows. We can't rest on them. We can't stand on them. We can't trust them. We can trust the sun. We can know that the sun, the sun even when there's clouds, even when the clouds are there, even when the trial is there that clouds it out, we can know with certainty that the sun is still in the sky. Right? If we're trusting the shadow, the shadow will disappear. The shadow will shift. The shadow is nothing that we can stand on. No, God is like the sun. The sun doesn't change. The sun is there. It is ever-present. Even, even in the darkest night, the sun is in, is there. It's still present, and it is still giving us, it will still give us light in the coming day. Um, he says, you know, he says in verse 18, He chose to give us birth through the word of truth that we might be a kind of first fruits of all He created. Right? And so what's this first, first fruit thing? Um, it's super weird, right? That's a, that's a really strange idea. Um, what he's talking about here is honor. He says, I, he says those, those of us that are experiencing this new birth, this rebirth through the Word, the spiritual birth, he's kinda, this kind of ties into Jesus' conversation with Nicodemus back in John chapter 3. Right, this idea of a, of a spiritual birth. Um, what happens is uh, when we, God wants us to experience that so that we can, we can have kind of this honor among creation. So what happens is when we choose the good, we choose the good and beautiful things of this world. When, we, when, when in the midst of trial, Instead of giving into the temptation that comes out from us, that comes from within us, if we choose 
the good instead. Even in the midst of trial, we choose the way of Jesus. We choose the way of self-sacrifice. We choose the way of loving our neighbor as ourselves. We choose the way of, of loving our enemy. Then we experience life. Because life, life is what comes from the Father. Life is what comes from God. God only offers life. Right? That's, that's a pretty remarkable thing. Now, here's the deal. We are not going to be perfect at this. We are, going, we are going to struggle. We are going to go back and forth and back and forth. We're going we're gonna to sometimes do just a killer job at, at resisting our temptation. And at times, we're not. And that's where grace comes into play. Because here's the deal. We are, we are both and. We are people who are sin-sick, who are sealing, seeking health. We seek health by resisting the internal temptation and by enduring the outward trial. And so sometimes we look great. Sometimes we are doing so well. And sometimes we fall so far short. Uh, there's, there's this song uh, called Burning Man, and uh, and there's uh, I just want I'm gonna close with with this. It says half your life you struggle, half your life you fly, half your life making trouble, half your life making it right. One day I'm the exception. Most days I'm just like most. Some days I'm headed in the right direction, and some days I ain't even close. I'm a little bit steady, but still a little bit rolling stone. I'm a little bit heaven but still a little bit flesh and bone. A little found, little don't know where I am. I'm a little bit holy water, but still a little bit burning man. And that is, that is the human condition, right? But here's the deal. When we're struggling with being that burning man, can't blame God for our bad decisions. We can't blame God for our bad decisions. We made those. We got to own them. If we own them, then we can resist them. And if we resist them, then we can experience life and life to the full. So, um, let's choose, let's seek to choose the good. Let's enter into the trial, enter into the test, and look for the good gifts of God in the midst of it. My friends, we, we can do that. We can experience that. So my challenge, my challenge for you this week, what I, how I want you to enter in and sit into this is I want, you to, um, I want you to think back to the last you know, real significant trial you went under. Maybe it's you're in the midst of it right now with this uh, pandemic, right? And I want you to ask yourself, what, what temptation surfaced what thing came out of you what was what was the what was the temptation that you really needed to uh, to resist in the midst of in the midst of uh, of the trial because if we can identify that now if you can look back and identify that that temptation that you experienced the last time you walked through a significant trial, then you're going to be prepared to resist it next time. It starts coming out of you and you can go, ah, <laughs> I see it. I got it. 
I'm going to take that captive. It's not, it's not going to work. I'm not giving in to that temptation this time. We can get there, but we got to take the time to do the work to identify it. So do that this week. Sit in it, right? And, and think back and process and kind of uh, do, the, do the game film, so to speak. Um, I think I think it'll be worth I think it'll be worth it for you uh, because I think what it'll do is it will help you to identify uh, the ways that you practice self-protection to numb out the pain uh, so that you don't actually have to deal with the trial. All right, uh, that's that's where we're going. Uh, so give it a shot, take a look, think about it, process it. Um, again. I really would encourage you to uh, to check out some of this stuff. Um, you know, maybe maybe take a look back at YouTube.com/slash Daniel Rose. Catch up on previous messages in this series uh, in the in the letter to James. Um, give me a follow on Twitter. Let's continue the conversation there at Daniel M Rose. Uh, or follow me on Facebook at Pastor Dan Rose uh, there, and uh, you know we we can talk there as well. Uh, or easiest thing to do, make sure you subscribe, get everything dropped right into your inbox Monday through Friday. My knee jerk devotional uh, is is what's going out every day. You'll get a you'll get an email every morning uh, with the text version of of the devotional along with a link to the audio and the video, and uh, that gets dropped into your inbox Monday through. Friday. All right. So until next week, love well, my friends. Mm-hmm.